Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Well, holy moly moly, it's another Sunday, and I'm still the same idiot reading into your ears and hoping you have a damn fine day. (laughs) Today is May 21st. Uh, May 21st, 2023, that is just insane. We are barreling through a year. Um, yeah, I have a cool one today, and as always, there's a photograph up, and it's this photo I took of Sarah, of Lady Gregson, walking through the boggy fields of Rannoch Moor in Scotland, and she just looks awesome. Uh, go look at it if you haven't. It's on either the email or on tylernot.com, but either way, it just is cool photo. Um, today's is called Be the Best to Them. And it's a little bit of a rant, and it's a little bit of a ramble, but it's something that was on my mind, and I wanted to discuss it and get into it, and I'm excited to do so. So I will stop ranting and rambling before I rant and ramble, so you can just hear the rant and ramble. (sighs) I hope you have an awesome day. Let's get into it. Let's read this thing. Let's do it. Here we go. This is Be the Best to Them and it is May 21st. There are a few cliche phrases I really, really loathe. Some little chestnuts of what people try to pass off as wisdom that drives me bananas, because one, they aren't wisdom at all, and B, they are so backwards and wrong that I don't understand how they ever reproduce their nonsense and spread like horny bunnies across the landscape of this place. I really hate the phrase, it is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) Because, damn it, that's not even saying anything at all at all. Of course it is what it is. It just is. Blah. That one, though, or no, the one, though, that hits both notes on my extreme irritation scale is the phrase, quote, we always hurt the ones we love. (sighs) What burrows deep into my little mind cave and rattles and drives me the most insane is the following sentiment that seems to be married to it, quote, because we know they'll always love us anyway. To risk bluntness and ruffling some feathers of decency, can I just say what total and utter and complete and ridiculous shit. Sadly, it's not that the sentiment in and of itself is wrong. It's not that it's off base or incorrect. It's that it's accepted. It's that it is true. It's that it's allowed to be spoken about as an inalienable fact of the human condition that simply cannot be fixed. Rubbish, nonsense, absolute farce, I say. I am sick of this prevalent idea that it's just an unfortunate but unchangeable fact of relationships that those we love the most, we will be the worst to to, and they to us, and we in turn to them again and again. Why? A couple weeks back, I got into a mini-debate about this with a friend of mine them excusing behavior they've been enduring for an, as an unfortunate side effect of being in a relationship. And in true autistic fashion, I rather quickly called out the fact that I hated that idea, and I hated the way it's always excused away. I have long believed that love is a privilege, not a preordained guarantee. It's a responsibility, not a rite of passage. We are lucky to love the ones we love, 
and to them, more than all others, we owe them a debt of care. To those that we have chosen to love us, despite all of our many flaws and cracks, possibly even more so because of them, we owe them our absolute tenderness and grace. To those that we love, because we cannot possibly imagine an existence without them in it, we should never stop falling to our knees in worship, in reverence, in awe. I don't care what it makes me. I don't care what it says in my stupid masculinity that I don't even really have much of anyway. I will never love in a way that makes the people I love feel anything short of exalted. I put people on a pedestal. You're damn right I do. Because they deserve to be on one. We wander through this life meeting so many people. And the truth that no one likes to admit is this. Most of the people we meet will never feel like home. So... Tickle me surprised that when we do find someone that feels like home, like that soft, warm, comforting place that we go looking for the moment we leave our first home, we're told that we're supposed to what? Treat them like less? Be awful to them as some form of bizarre posturing or self-sabotage or gaslit control? I don't know where this idea came from. I don't know where the excuses and the excuse makers decided to harness their power from. But I want to burn that factory down. I want to shovel up the ashes and bury them three miles deep so no one else will have any evidence that they ever existed at all. We should be the very best to those who open up their hearts to us, those that allow us in when there are so many millions of reasons to shut up shop in this wild world and never let anyone close enough again. It's a tough world, and everyone, everywhere, is at some point or another beaten down and trod upon and used and taken advantage of and hurt and left shaking and alone. Those we love, too, have endured more than we know, more than we'd like to hear if forced to do so. They are those that have suffered and still faced whatever fears they accumulated along the way to say to us, yes, you, yes, always. What else but our finest to them? What else would suffice to those that trust us with their hearts? and that we can trust with our own. I have seen, <clears throat> in all my almost 42 years of wandering this silly place, a strange theme pop up in a lot of relationships that orbit around me, a theme that prompted the writing of this signal fire and diving into what's a pretty tough thing to talk about. Many of those I know almost wear their ambivalence towards their partner as a badge of honor, men and women and non-binary alike, those in heterosexual relationships and those of the LGBTQ community. I don't know if it's just a silly insecurity that prompts them to talk about their old ball and chain or any number of other colorful dysphemisms, about having to annoyingly check in with them before committing to something, about feeling irritated with having to help them with a task or give up their precious free time for them. What? I sit baffled when the jokes are made, and I speak up, and then I'm not invited back more often than not. Autism and bad jokes just don't jive, my friends. <clears throat> the problem is, I just don't understand. I don't understand being in a committed relationship with someone that you don't want to celebrate, that you don't feel lucky to be around, that you don't miss when they are gone. I don't want a relationship where I unload all the worst of me onto the person that has no choice but to take it. I don't want them to feel they have to stay, if that's what I give them. So, this long-winded and winding diatribe is simply to say, be the best to the people who open up their hearts because damn it, they deserve that. 
At minimum, they deserve your best, and in truth, they deserve far more than that. And, and this is a big and, do not ever settle for anyone in any relationship of any kind that doesn't treat you the same. You do not have to wallow in some lowered bar existence where you're just living off the scraps they decide to give, taking the abuse they dish out and excusing it away as just being one of those things. To hell with being the worst to the ones we love. To hell with allowing it in our own lives. This year, this time around the sun, we do away with all the nonsensical cliches that do nothing but hold us back. We challenge them, no matter the cost. Demand a life 10 billion miles from ordinary, from cliche, from the lowest common denominator. Demand it. Whew, the haiku. Be the best to them, those who open up their hearts and allow us in. Yep, this will be a divisive one and I stand by it. <laughs> uh, be the best to the people you love. They do deserve it. Um, yeah. I love you a lot, and maybe mull this one over and let's start a dialogue. I would love to talk more about this. Have a beautiful day. I love you very much, and I will see you next week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. <laughs>